0: July Kyle Happy July. We've returned from our summer podcast vacation. <laughs> That's what we're yeah. calling it. That's what we're calling. It.
1: We would we would like to apologize to our listeners who come to expect our content uh very regularly. We've heard from a number of you. And unfortunately due some unforeseen circumstances, um sometimes interviews fall through and activities just don't get to happen. So we had a couple of those in June. So the good news is we're going to double up our content for July and August. So you're not going to miss any of the uh, fun content that you've come to expect, but um, we are excited to be here with you now. Yes. um, About a series of episodes that we're going to be doing, talking about a, a member benefit that more CMA members need to utilize and that is our coaching program
0: uh, yeah and we are really fortunate that our the coaches that we have through CMAA are two really fabulous wonderful human beings um, who have been in the business a long time and have worked with probably at this point thousands <laughs> I think that's thousands. probably fair thousands of CMAA members um, over the last Almost 20 years.
1: Yeah, I mean, this program actually dates back to 2003. So, yeah. um, when CMA first established its coaching program, and you know, it 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 really is a very robust offering for our members. And Kevin and Shelly are going to talk a little bit about that. But if you're not familiar, please take time to go visit cma.org/backslash/coaching and find some great content. Um, CMA members have that opportunity to get uh, one to three free one-on-one coaching sessions. Um, They also have the opportunity to receive coaching um, through signups at our World Conference. Um, And for folks who just want to learn more about what coaching is about, we have an amazing uh, The Coaching Department blog. So, you know, there's great content here. It's at no cost. beyond uh, your CMA membership dues. So please take advantage of this. I know we have a lot of new members out there. And, you know, we talk a little bit with Kevin and Shelley, what coaching is and what coaching isn't. And we talked about them, talked with them last summer about this topic as well. Mm -hmm. So if you uh, hit a little rewind and go to last summer, you can also find out more about that. But, you know, I, I always feel very energized when I talk to them, Every time uh, and and I think that, you know, we hope these two episodes, which talk about two very important aspects that um, are really appropriate for our members right now. Number one, designing your future. And that's not something you just do when you start out in this profession. Um, you know, it's something that you're constantly refining and relooking at. Or, and, you know, you can even look at this as in your next stage of life for our friends that are closer to retirement age. Um, and Kevin and Shelly talk a little bit about that. And then the other episode is going to be all about managing your energy. And Which I know right huge, now. Huge, huge
0: topic. <laughs> I feel yeah. like we we've talked about that idea in so many different ways over the last couple of years and it keeps coming back.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And that, that self-care is so important. So we hope that, uh, whatever you're doing this summer, whether you're slammed at your club or you're, um, avoid, you're enjoying a break between your high seasons, um, that you take us with us, take us with you wherever you go and, uh, listen to the podcast, uh, when it makes sense, but, uh, let's do a Let's do some brief introductions for our friends that don't know Kevin and Shelley.
0: Absolutely. So Kevin McDonald is a coach and facilitator, a communicator, storyteller, and a teacher. He's a jack of all trades, truly.
1: He really is. <laughs> um,
0: but as a coach and in the capacity we know him best, he initiates action from within the people that he touches. Um, his business and management background combined with his exceptional coaching skills make kevin really an asset in any people development initiative um and in kevin also has a background in club management as well so like he he attacks these conversations from with a wealth of knowledge and experience um and since 2006 shelly mcdougall has been coaching cmaa professionals melissa mentioned that our coaching program started in 2003 and that was with kevin shelly joined joined the fun in 2006, um, and she supports them to reach new heights in their careers and in life. And along with Kevin, uh, they have both coached and worked with thousands of industry professionals in their combined 30 years of coaching. Their program, which is called the Extraordinary Leader Program, continues to develop leaders at all levels of private clubs and beyond. Um, Shelly went to school at The Ohio State University, as my husband would say, the Ohio State University. Um, and has invested the past 30 years in training and leading others. So we are thrilled, as always, to welcome them back to the podcast. As Melissa mentioned, this is the first of two episodes that we'll be sharing with Kevin and Shelly, and we hope that you take away at least one nugget of good information from them. But I have a feeling you'll take away a lot more. Here's Kevin and Shelly. Well, Kevin and Shelley, welcome to the podcast again. We are so thrilled to have you join us. It's always such a pleasure to have you here, and uh, you know, it's nice to see your smiling faces again.
2: Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> Shelley, how good? How excited are we?
0: Hey, we're glad to be here. Uh, <sighs> good. All right. Well, to kick things off, just because we haven't really chatted with you in the while on the podcast. How are you both doing? How's summer going? I mean, we're looking at the middle of July here already, so it feels like summer is almost over if we just blink. But how are things going for you both?
2: Well, I I can speak for myself. I, I tell you, Shelley's busy. I'm busy. We've got big things. This was this summer has been cool for me because it. it we Rose and I celebrated fourteen thousand six hundred and ten days of marriage, 40, forty years of marriage. We celebrated this year. My granddaughter in a couple of days, like today, we're going to go to travel to go to hers for her third birthday party. I have a significant birthday this month, um, and um, so I'm getting ready to celebrate. That seems like a lot of celebration and a lot of gratitude for everything that's going on and. I'm not half as busy as Shelly, but uh, it's been a busy time. (laughs) Shelly, what's going on with you? Well,
3: Kevin, I would first say every birthday is significant. Yours just happens to be super significant right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay?
2: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, when you turn 50,
3: (laughs) it all changes, right? Everything changes. (laughs) Mm.
2: Absolutely.
3: Absolutely, uh, yeah. So uh, it's been an interesting year, I would say to both of you, Melissa and Kyle. In that, I- I've it has been. I don't like to use the word busy, but it's been brisk. The pace has been yeah. brisk. There's been lots happening, and in terms of in the club world, wow, it's been rocking. And uh, from for Kevin and I, in terms of supporting people and just all the the change that continues to happen and uh the life change that continues to happen i would say so yes and uh for me personally always never a dull moment after that. Yeah. <laughs> well that's... at
2: a significant stage of life shall we
3: yes <laughs> yeah they haven't left the house yet eventually that's going to happen but so far, no. nice.
0: <laughs> well it's i mean it's like i said it's already it's so good to have you both here and Good to know that life has been brisk and busy, but also full of things to celebrate and be grateful for. I mean, that's what more could we really want at this point in time, especially after the last couple of years. I feel like things have been so, you know, scary and difficult and challenging in in new and um, unseen ways. And so to kind of have those moments where we get to sit back and reflect on, like, what good things are going on, it's really great. So it, it makes me encouraged to hear that you're both doing well. Um, and have reasons to celebrate and we're grateful to you both for joining us so thank you for that what a pleasure (laughs) well we're we wanted to have you on the podcast to talk about a couple of different things and we're uh, for our listeners we're going to have Kevin and Shelly talk about um, two different areas Uh, so you get the pleasure of hearing their expertise over the next like an hour really is what you're going to get content wise when we get all of these things put together. Um, but first, we're going to dive into this idea of designing your future. And this is something that you two, as coaches, you know, work with your clients, our members, um, on a lot and all the time. And you can help people work through this process. How do you design? you know, your future, how do you design your life? How do you take control of those things? And Kevin, you said something before we started recording that I thought was really interesting, this idea that if you don't have a plan for your next steps or your, your transition or whatever it might be, you're going to be living someone else's plan. And I think mm-hmm. that's, that's really poignant. Um, and I'm interested to hear what you two think about the idea of, you know, what does it mean to design your future exactly? Like, how would you define that? Kevin, I'll start with you.
2: Sure. You know, I think we all go through life and we are used to how it works and we've been trained and domesticated and, and developed in ways to live our life a way that somebody taught us to. And I think there's a possibility at, at certain times of life that we can can take the, or have the realization, I guess, that we get to design our life and in the absence of our design then we're really living the life that somebody else has designed for us and we don't it could be a good life and and there could be nothing wrong with that but but why if we are at a certain stage of life or a certain time of the year or time of our career that we not sit back and say okay what do i need what do i want what do i what would be the best for me and that sounds a bit selfish but we truly believe that when you when you design a life where it really works for you and you are being able to perform and and exist in your best, then you're better for everybody else. You're better for your family, you're better for the people you lead and the people you serve. And it's just an awareness of, do I take the time to slow down in order to speed up? Do I take the time to reflect? and design and to dream and to put something together that really makes sense for us. I've had the chance to to build, uh, be part of building a clubhouse or redesigning a golf course. They all started with a blueprint. They all started with a design and they ended up very much like what was drawn in the beginning. And yet we don't do that with our lives. And that's the opportunity.
3: Um, I would share this with you. I'm currently coaching a senior leader and actually his spouse as they're as they're both about to retire. And walking him through, in fact, uh, Kevin, this actual tool we're going to talk about and some of the other things that we have. And it was interesting. He just reported to me last week when I talked with him that he was talking with another friend of his who has recently retired and said, and he had told the friend that he was working with a coach for his future plan, for his retirement plan. And his friend said, what are you doing that for? That's ridiculous. Like, why do you need to do that? And it sort of planted the bug in his ear or planted the seed that like, why am I doing this? So we got it. We talked about it more in the conversation. And he said, this is the best thing I've ever done. And he said, it's what I wish I would have done earlier on in my career, at the beginning, throughout my career, throughout our stages of our marriage and our life and our children. And he said, I didn't because I just got so caught up in the doing every day. And so I guess my next message would be that we do get all caught up in the doing every day, the putting out the fires, the we think of the club world right now and just how, you know, there is there's never not enough to do. Many managers are, are every day, just overwhelmed with staffing concerns and challenges, et cetera. So of course there's always lots to do. And yet I think this, um, client of mine would say, there's always going to be a lot to do. And so Kevin, and I would add that the time is now, no matter what the calendar says, what your life says, what, what your birth certificate says <laughs> that it's, uh, it's time, no matter where you're at to just take a look and where are you at and where do you want, where do you see yourself?
2: Okay, well, you've inspired me. I'm going to go do it. <laughs> no, <I'm not> <laughs> Thanks, Shelley. So, Kyle and, and Melissa, we, uh, we created this, this design tool and it's called Designing an Extraordinary Year. And I just want to say something about the word extraordinary is that you're going to if you're going to design something well why you know why not make it extraordinary and and why not look at what it would be like if you could actually live this life or live this year what would that be like and so we're challenging people to stretch it a little bit and and be and and not just not just be okay but to create something that's going to really show them in their best light as human beings so let's get into the tool Shelley if we could and uh, Maybe you could talk a little bit about the, the the sort of foundational piece of the three A's.
3: Yeah, sure. I, I think that would be, Kevin, if there were three letters that would describe you and I and our work over all these many years, it would be those. And the three A's really stand for awareness, action, and accountability. And they're the foundation and the preface to everything that we do, whether it's one-on-one with individuals or as or as we work with teams. But they're specifically important when you think about is you know your future um, that these three things are really the core and you can do different exercises to help bring out and sort of uh, get the ideas going in each of these areas but they really are the core so I'll just explain them briefly and the first is awareness and that is in order to move forward it's important to be acutely aware of where you're at and so we offer lots of questions and ideas about looking at where you're at we might look back at the past and look at achievements and experiences and what are you most proud of and you know what are you least proud of and where do you want to change where do you want to grow we might offer exercises or ideas or questions that might ask you to hold up the mirror and sometimes it can be a little bit um, overwhelming it might be daunting to say oh yes here's what's really happening so it's so easy to fill out a paper or a tool or something and say you know this is what um this is where i'm at but it's another to get into the sort of the nitty-gritty and the and the depth of it the richness of here's where i am here's why i'm here and now what but the awareness is um here's where i am and so kevin that's what you know you and i really do and so awareness is the key where am i Um, And what do I wanna decide to do about that? Because the next step of course is taking action. Nothing happens by just becoming aware of something. I mean, it can be helpful, but it is all about then taking action. And that is, what are the things we're gonna do? And it might be those big picture, big um, rocks, we call them that you might put into your jar of life. It can also be the small things. It can be a combination of things. And we have different questions and parts of our tool that help bring out those of things like, where do we want to, what do we want to do? What do I want to have? What do I want to be for the rest of my life, even, beyond a bucket list kind of thinking. so But taking actions is the key, of course, to making things happen. So we give people ways to set goals that are realistic and yet, as Kevin said, stretching in a way. So you might start small, you could start big. There's lots of different ways to approach it, but awareness, then action. Then the final A is about accountability. And accountability means, okay, how do I help myself? How do I support myself? Who can I, who perhaps can I be accountable to? But accountability, meaning, how do I own this? How do I promise myself? Um, how do I make sure I'll do what I said I was going to do? And what we've noticed over the years, it doesn't matter what the context, but these three A's are really the foundation. That we first become aware, we then take action, and then we get to be accountable.
2: Hmm. So I'm going to dig down a little deeper in that first part about awareness. Is that- Sure um so you 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 mentioned the questions that we ask, and we look back and see we we look at the past, we look at where we are at this moment one of the one of the things many people have done is the wheel of life that we have in this program where you take this snapshot of eight parts of your life and you evaluate where they are and that really uh, by by looking at that, it gives you a chance to see what are the things you really need to work on our our goal is to help people achieve goals, but to do it in balance i mean if If we have the best job in the world, yet where our health is poor and our our uh, we have no friends, we have no recreation time or we we don't have uh, you know our, our relationships have broken down, that's not really success, although it may look like it from the outside. And so what we really try to do is help people have that balance of the parts of their life and and get clear on where that is at this moment. And it's, you know, even if it's if it's not where you want it to be at this moment, it's a starting point to help us go through the rest of the package. Shelley talked about do, have and be list. And this was one of the things that when I lost my job as a club manager, I sat in a coffee shop and I did this because of a book I had read and I heard that Lou Holtz did this. So I thought, hey, what if, you know, maybe I should do this. But uh, I remember writing down the 50 things at that, that first time. and and just dreaming of things that in some cases I didn't know if they would ever come true but if I could live if if I could do certain things if I could have certain things and if I could be certain things you know that would that would just be amazing and extraordinary if I could do that. What we talk about in this process is the ability to get out of where you are at this moment and so I was an unemployed uh, club manager with an unemployed wife uh, when I wrote my 50 things. so it was hard to see reality of, of some of the things I was dreaming about. but we, uh, we really encourage people to wherever they are at that moment to to dream and to, um, to dream of what's possible and, and it's it's quite amazing that some of the things that that um, happen because one I would say this is that when we write that list down, we are planting seeds and uh, the agronomists we talk to that are, are growing grass they understand this concept but uh, you know you plant a lot of seeds some of them are going to grow some of them aren't but you, you probably aren't going to get the, the crop if you don't plant the seed and so we plant the seed we call it intention you know everything starts with intention and then later in the in the uh, tool we we go to attention so we may if you might have 50 or 100 or 200 things on your do have and be list, that's great. You can't put attention on 200 things or 50 things, you put attention on the very few. And so when we help people get set up is that at this point, what are the things that you want to have happen? And over and over the experience we find is that it's a combination of making things happen and letting things happen. And for me, a magical part of mine was that uh, Uh, My number 78 was that I would be one day the uh, coach to the club management industry. And at the time when I wrote that, there was no such thing. And uh, that's not something I put attention to. I, I planted a seed and then was asked if I could do it. And so it was one of those ones that I that, you know, there's some that you put a lot of action, a lot of planning, a lot of work into to make them happen. And some of them. Just like going to see a scene from uh, The Lord of the Rings, just sort of happen. They, they just sort of pop up, and uh, if that's if that's what you want, so that is the do, have, and be list. And and I guess one of the uh, I, things I would say about this tool, Shelly, that I, Shelley and I created, was that hopefully you can play with it, and that's the very playful part of it. Is that when you're dreaming and and putting things out there. And you'll get shocked if some of those things when those things come true but uh, be playful and be open-minded and, and um, yeah it was hard for an unemployed guy with an unemployed wife to be dreaming about big things uh, at that moment I get that but it, but yet I think it was also something I needed to do just for my sanity as well so so that's that Shelly, maybe you could talk a little bit about how when you get that. Go from intention to attention. What we do in this tool, just to break it down and and help people get clearer.
3: Yeah, and f- yeah, that's a great point, Kevin. Because for many of us, as uh, I'll call it, realists, you go, okay, wait a minute. You can plant a lot of seeds, but you have to do some doing, right? So that becomes the narrowing down and finding. what do i really want to put attention to and so we always suggest and you can call them goals you can maybe have a different name for them but um we suggest that you decide on between one and three i'll call it key goals that you really want to work on and if i were to go back to that idea kevin that you brought up about the wheel of life and the eight pieces when you go back to the wheel, it's not so much about whether you have completed everything or you're totally successful and you've received a, you know, you have a 10 and everything. It's not about that. I believe it's a level of fulfillment that we have in each of those areas. And so I always ask my clients the question is, how fulfilled are you? And sometimes that can be an indication, even though you might have scored sets yourself seven out of 10 there might be just an inkling that that's the area you want to focus on versus one that might you might have scored three on that doesn't really matter as much so we ask you to narrow it down into as as i said one to three goals now why one to three I'm just gonna use the term or the number three for now. We've noticed that when you have too many, so if you had some people say, I've got 20 goals I've got in front of me, and we would say, wow, that's a little overwhelming. How on earth do you focus on 20? We've noticed that three seems to sort of be the best fit for most in that it's not too many and yet it's enough sometimes when people just have one and that's their sole focus they may not um, be fulfilling other areas as well and so although it's important to narrow down and many would say always focus on your one thing that's it we would say usually to have a life in well, use the word balance you want to add a little bit to it so we find that one to three and we use the term three because it fits you might pick different areas of that wheel and you narrow it down to just three key uh, parts that you want to work on I'm going to use three of them from the wheel that Kevin and I often talk about And years ago, we uh, led a program, a game, it was called the happy, healthy, wealthy game. Think about that, happiness, health, and wealth. Now happiness can be absolutely anything. It can be um, it, it can be taking a, a skill or a hobby and taking it to the next level. It can be uh, time with family. It can be a whole. It can be anything you want it to be. Health can be anything around your health. Wealth can also be anything. It doesn't have to just be money. It might be career and working on your career, again, it can mean anything. We just use those terms because they seem to fit and cover the big pieces usually of life. But you can pick any areas, and we ask you to narrow it down, narrow it to three, and then narrow the time frame down as well. So some people will say, well, here's what I want in the next 10 years or five years, and we'll we'll say, let's narrow this down. You might want the big picture after you've dreamed it, but then how do you narrow it down into some, some steps that you can actually do because picturing yourself 10 years from now is exciting might give you energy and yet now you get you want to do something about it and so it's really difficult to have regular um, actions or doing towards something 10 years from now but if you narrow down the time frame as well then you can start to see the possibilities you can start to see the actions and how they may make a difference so we say take three goals and set a 90 day time frame. 90 days, why that? Why not more? Well, you can have a one year goal, but again, it's really difficult to relate to that on a daily basis. But if you narrow it down to 90 days, three months, whoa, you can actually see it. You can see from now to the middle of September, three months away. Yes, I can picture that. And now you back it down and then you start to set um, inside of that, the actions, you might take each of those goals and write out, okay, what are the actions? There might be one, some one-time things that you do and you could check them off, but more importantly, we see what's most important is that you set some actions that will become habits. And if you're a follower of habits or some of the materials lately, there's some great books and resources on habits. The one that comes to mind, of course, is um, James Clear's Atomic Habits, great ideas in there about creating new habits. What we find is if you work on your habits that will get you towards your goals you don't have to always think about your goals you're just working on your daily and regular habits so we teach how to do that and this tool does as well so you take those three goals narrow them down and then narrow down uh, the time frame to the 90 goal, uh, 90 days many people will take it further than it and go okay now that it's 90 days here's my one month so you can do whatever you want with it but it's the idea of bringing it into those bite-sized pieces where you can see the possibility of actually making an impact or having an impact on what you really, truly want. Because just putting it out there that here's where you're going to be in 20 or 10 or even five years is awesome. And as I said, exciting and sometimes energizing, but you want to do something about it. So we teach you how to do that in this tool.
2: Well, thanks Shelly. I'm going to add just a couple things that Shelly and I um, have spent a lot of time. There's lots of people that help with goal setting, and and uh, we are really concerned about goal, to, goal achievement versus goal setting. Anybody yeah. can set goals, <laughs> the achievement of the goals. It's that there.
0: accountability part of the three A's. Yeah, so, exactly.
2: And and you know, oftentimes when people are trying to achieve something and they have set goals, they are relying on willpower, and willpower is great when willpower is on. And if willpower um, is on for 23 hours and 15 minutes, or sorry, 23 hours and 45 minutes, in 15 minutes you can eat a lot of cookies. I, I know this in fact. I,
3: <laughs> I told um, him about it.
2: Well, <laughs> um, one of the things we talk about in this in this document is the idea of use of, of setting up your environments to support your goals, and we talk about nine environments that, you know, when you go through and 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 design, if you will, the environments that are going to support you in achieving those goals, and I think a lot of people don't even think about that, but there's some of the things in our environments that move us away from achievement, some that move us towards, and if you can just add that to the plan, is to set up the environments properly, uh, you're, you're really enhancing your ability to achieve what you want. Mm-hmm. So, Shelly. Um, I mean there we'd be pleased to, to share that document to that that program with anybody that's interested uh, that's in your audience obviously um, we will just say that this last part about accountability is what coaching is based on and a lot of people think well what tell me what to do and I'll do it and that's not the job of uh, it's not really our job to tell people what to do our job is to help people uh, come up with a solution that they buy into and, and when a consultant can tell you you should do this and when it doesn't work You can blame the consultant <laughs> That's not how it works with coaching is that if, if if your plan doesn't work. Well, it's your plan Right, and if you don't do it, then you didn't do it and and when you understand that that accountability is power And not something to be afraid of You have opened up the floodgates to designing a life of your choice
3: yeah, uh, and Kevin, I would add that when you can reframe the term accountability, because many of us have this connotation that it's a negative thing. I've got to make myself accountable. I got to hold myself. Or we all, and we also say that about others. But when you can reframe it to the place of get to, like I get to, I get to go and go for a walk today. I get to go make some healthy choices, or I get to, rather than I have to, everything changes. So that's that is just such a key piece about accountability so there is awareness action accountability in a document that can be helpful at any time of the year or any time of life
2: so melissa and kyle are you ready to fill out the document (laughs) yeah actually (laughs) (laughs) we'll send it over absolutely
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's wonderful. And thank you for sharing all of that. Um, You know, I think being able to share that with our listeners would be really helpful. Um, But, you know, to to answer the question of like, you know, how how can coaches help CMAA members more broadly? You guys are always available to our members, you know, at any time. That's what you're here for. So can you talk really briefly just about if somebody is, is thinking, you know, I really would love to talk to a coach, or you know, I, or maybe I think I need to, and I'm not sure. Um, how do they get in touch with you, and what steps do they need to take to, to make that a reality?
2: Okay, well, th- thank you. Yes, um, in 2003, we were asked to uh, set up a coaching program for CMAA, <laughs> and um, we were asked if we could connect with uh, coach 7,000 people, and and that as, as daunting as that idea was at the time. The truth is that, that a small percentage of people really want coaching and so we were trying to figure out ways to do that. So we, we write articles. Uh, now you've got it set up in the in a coaching section on the website so people can read articles that give people concepts about coaching. Uh, we uh, have been coaching at conferences, uh, at the world conferences either live or once virtually um, since 2000 and one 2001 was the first year in san diego and uh and we do uh individual sessions and group sessions there but people can reach out throughout the year to get one to three coaching sessions with us to support them and so sometimes when people in the beginning people thought that's what you did when you lost your job and quite frankly in the beginning that's what it was designed for to help people in that situation but it's for everybody now and it's it's to help you not lose your job or or to live the life that you want to live, or create your, you know your design. So, people can uh, can reach out through the website and book uh, appointments through the, through the CMAA website. Uh, we have a toll free coaching line, which is one one eight six six eight two two three four eight one eight six six eight two two three four eight one. You can uh, you can do that, and and you can so connect through the website or or over the toll-free number, probably the best two ways.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you both for sharing your visions on designing your future. Um, we will make sure to share all of that information regarding how to contact you both um, in our show notes so that they're, they're easily accessible. And if we can share you know, whatever other documents you want to send our way, we'll be happy to do that as well. Um, but that wraps up our first session with our coaching extraordinaires Um, and we will be right back with session two
1: great interview with kevin and shelley as we said you'll hear more from them later we do challenge all of you uh, to download and add to your toolbox their uh, tool to help you design your future Kyle and I will be doing it. We want you to do it as well. And we'll be checking back in with you in a future episode about that.
0: And you can find the link for that in our show notes as well. Um, And we'll make sure that we share the link to the coaching department blog, as well as the coaching section of our website, just to point you all in the right direction.
1: Fabulous. So this episode of the podcast has been brought to you by Royal Cup. Over the past 100 years, Royal Cup Coffee has grown from its small, hometown roots to become a major importer, roaster, and distributor of premium coffees and teas. Serving customers in the food service, office, and specialty coffee markets, Royal Cup now reaches markets throughout the United States, into Mexico, and the Caribbean. Royal Cup continues as a privately held family company. A tradition which helps us offer dedicated service with a unique personal touch to each and every one of our customers.
0: Our long-standing reputation as a quality roaster and distributor coupled with the latest innovations. Start serving today. Finding the perfect beverage solution for you and your business is paramount. Contact Royal Cup today to get started or call 1-800-366-5836 to speak with a representative or visit royalcupcoffee.com. All right, well, Melissa, I think I think that wraps us up. We're getting some really good feedback from my audience today. Um, <laughs> I think that wraps us up for this episode, uh, short and sweet, but as I said, full of great information and lots of good nuggets to take away. Um, I don't think we have anything else we need to cover. No announcements from CMA this time?
1: No more announcements from CMA this edition. We'll- <laughs> We'll wrap up. Uh, We'll be back with you very shortly with another edition. And until then, I'm Melissa Lowe. You're Kyle Jennings. Take care, friends, and enjoy your summer.
0: All right. Bye. Let's Talk Club Management podcast is a podcast of the Club Management Association of America. Since 1927, CMAA has been the largest professional association for managers of membership clubs throughout the U.S. and internationally. The objectives of the association are to promote relationships between club management professionals and other similar professions, to encourage the education and advancement of members, and to provide the resources needed for efficient and successful club operations. Under the covenants of professionalism, education, leadership, and community, CMAA continues to extend its reach as the leader in the club management practice. CMAA is headquartered in Alexandria, Virginia, with more than 40 professional chapters and more than 40 student chapters and colonies. Please learn more at www.cmaa.com org.